next up is the observational comedy. <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> Isn't it just such a pain in the ass when someone writes a shopping list on the back of one of your old suicide notes? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, have you ever been so lonely that you've joined the sex offenders register? <laughs> Just as an excuse to talk to your neighbours? <laughs> no one? Okay. Um, uh, oh, I was walking down the street the other day when I got a text from my therapist saying that he no longer wanted to continue our sessions as he found them too depressing. Lol. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> and it depresses me because we now live in a world where it's shameful to tell people you work at McDonald's. You have to, you know, explain yourself to people. You would honestly get more respect from your fellow man if you told them you stayed at home all day watching television in your pants, masturbating furiously to Jeremy Kyle. That's how you get more respect than working at McDonald's. And this was all typified for me on an episode of Mock the Week. Uh, uh, by this man. You might not know who he is, uh, but his name is Kyle. I murder baby seals and dance around in the nude wearing nothing but their intestines as a pretty necklace. Donnelly. Um, it's important to mention, when I said that he doesn't kill baby seals, dance around in the nude man, that's a lie. He doesn't do that. Uh, but what we can gather from that is a little bit of truth. And the truth that we can gather from that statement is that I don't like Carl Donnelly very much. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe it's the fact he did a whole routine attacking Subway employees while I was working in Subway, which was gleefully repeated to me by irritating drunk chavs to the point of violence. Uh, maybe it's the fact that he is the most basic form of comedian. He sees things with his eyes, he says things with his mouth. He could remove his brain entirely from the process, and the only noticeable difference in his comedy would be more drool. <laughs> maybe it's just his face I don't like. Could be that. But I think on balance it's going to be the subway thing, isn't it? Um, I know it's a very petty reason to hate someone, but he did do it on national television, which is far-spread hatred, whereas mine is just a concentrated rage. Um, on the face of it, it's a very light-hearted attack at some point. You know, oh, yeah, some employees aren't they thick? Because they're fair game, aren't they? As we discussed already. But if you look a bit closer, it's a very vicious attack on a group of people who are just trying to make their day-to-day -day life a little bit better. And it's really quite sad to witness that they get this torment from people. Um, the main crux of his standard routine was why does it take three people to make one sandwich? Because, uh, you know, they must be the lowest form of intelligent life. They make one sandwich by themselves, mustn't they? I can make a sandwich all by myself. Oh, oh, and why didn't you then, you f***ing twat? You didn't like us coming to You didn't enrich our experience with your presence, you stupid burke. Plus, I would have thought that the answer to the question, why did it take three people to make one sandwich, isn't the answer sort of, well, obvious? I mean... I'm no mathematician, but even I know that a group of people would always be able to make more sandwiches than one maniac on his own. Have you ever, have you ever been into it? Have you guys ever been into a suburb where there's just one person working there? It's a horrible, horrible place. He's just getting more and more angry as the customers pile up, having to listen to you drone on about the correct placement of cheese for the 70th time that day. I often wonder, is cheese tessellation really something that keeps people awake at night, or have they just learned a new word by shoving a dictionary up <laughs> Subway is actually a nice place to work. I mean, 
apart from all the customers, obviously. The system is sort of perfect, really. You've got one person to start the process, another person to finish it off, and a third guy to stand vaguely near the table doing bugger all. Um, it's a very good system. It works all over the world. Uh, thousands of subway stores do it. It's very, very good. But capitalist efficiency doesn't, doesn't impress Carl Donnelly, because Carl Donnelly knows how to butter bread. <laughs> it's a fascinating place when you think about it because it's one of the few places on the planet that you can go in at two in the morning, piss in the corner, and then still expect service. <laughs> People would come in all the time and they'd call me a loser and a failure, and I should kill myself to save the mother of the, dis the disappointment ever having to look at me again. These aren't jokes either. These are things people genuinely said to me while I worked in Subway. And um, <laughs> the same thought occurred to me every time I was insulted like that. The same thought ringing in my head like a car alarm. And it was, you would never get away with this shit in Waterstones. <laughs> you couldn't stagger up half drunk at Waterstones and say, mate, I should just need some, need some damn brown. You give us some damn brown, mate. He's like, he's like a writer. But it's uses that language. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you, yes, I don't know what you mean, sir. Here's Angels and Demons. It's a classic thriller. Mate, fucking tiny, yeah? Mate, give us some more pages, will ya? Pardon? Just give us more. They're not your pages, are they? You can give us some more pages. Just chop them in. Oh, I'm not going to give you any more pages. Mate, you give me some more pages or I'll knife your family. I'm not going to give you any more pages. Mate, just take them out of that Jeffrey Archer book. They're in the bin anyway. No, no, no. I'm not going to give you any more pages. Fine! Fine! I'm taking the escalator and I'm leaving. You can't. Where's he from? <laughs> I'm taking it, but I'm, you know what? I'm taking these pens with me as well. And you, I know it's stealing, but I'm fucking drunk, so... <laughs> I couldn't have been better placed in the set, I really couldn't have, because I'm about to spend five minutes talking about sandwiches. Now, the man that was just on stage, could you, could you please come up here? I need you to read something out. This is a copy of my bank statement. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. What's your name? Mike. Mike. Okay, Mike. Can you just confirm for me uh, this transaction here, where that money was spent? Subway in Bristol. And, and how much did Subway charge me, Mike? Four hundred and seventy-nine pounds. Four hundred and seventy-nine pounds. Now, if I was to tell you that I ate one sandwich and I thought that it cost me four pounds and seventy-nine pence, then I don't think it would be flattery to assume that you can work out what's gone wrong there. <laughs> Do you think Mike's colleague in Subway could have worked that out? Let's see, tell me. Um, Alright mate, look, uh, you've made a massive mistake here. Um, it just... It just have a read of that, you'll, you'll definitely see what's, what's gone wrong. Um, <clears throat> in, what, in what way have we made a massive mistake? Well, in one of two ways, actually. Um, either one, I've come in, I've asked you for a sandwich, you've put it through the till and put two extra zeros on the end. Or two, I've come in, I've asked you for a sandwich, and you thought I said, can I please have a hundred sandwiches? <laughs> and then you've only made me one of them anyway. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes we do get large sandwich orders for um, local businesses. I'm not a local business. I'm just a, a tiny, angry man. 
I appreciate that uh, your stature, sir, and also the fact that you're angry, but that doesn't mean that you didn't order a hundred sandwiches. <laughs> now, for that accusation to be true, two things must have happened. One, they have to have made a hundred sandwiches and then forgotten about it. <laughs> two, I have to have eaten, in one sitting, a hundred sandwiches. <laughs> and then forgotten about it. As if the man in Subway was trying to imply that when I was a child and my mother said to me, Josh, I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times, that I've gone, so one thing and a hundred things is the same amount of things. Yes, Josh, yes it is. It's the same amount of things. A tiny angry man walks into a bar and he orders a pint of beer. The barman pours him a hundred pints of beer. The tiny angry man drinks a hundred pints of beer and the barman says to him, that'll be 380 pounds please. And the tiny angry man says, but I only have one pint. <laughs> Do you mean three pounds eight? No, not three pounds eighty. You just drank a hundred pints. I've never seen anyone do that before. You drank a hundred pints of beer. Sure, you must remember. Yeah, must have slipped my mind. <laughs> Knock knock. Who's that? Centipede. Centipede. Centipede, who was married to Paul McCartney. <laughs> now, Josh, what you've done there, you see, you've, Centipede's got a hundred legs, right? And Heather Mills, she's just. You've confused. There's a hundred legs, right? And you've got the. And it, do you see what I'm. And the, what do you call a Spanish man who lives by himself? A uh, hundred men called Juan? What? How can a hundred men be one man living by himself? It's. It's Juan, isn't it, Josh? It's Juan. It, that's meant to be funny because Juan sounds a little bit like one, doesn't it? Try, try again. All right. Um, what do you call a Spanish man living by himself? Uh, Juan hundred? No, not Juan hundred. Just Juan. Just Juan, Josh. Not Juan hundred men. Juan man. Juan man living by himself. Knock knock. Who's there? It's me. You just charged me nearly half a fucking grand for a sandwich. Surely you must remember me. It must have uh, slipped my mind. <laughs> but it, it brings to mind a funny thing. If someone gets up and they're holding this thing, then that means that they must know what they're talking about, right? They, they got this in their hands. They must have something to say. When you see someone covered in blood holding a cleaver and you're like, well, I hope they're a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's some trouble. <laughs>